Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. IT, thumbs up. Thank you, sir. Welcome, everybody, to the Liberty County Board of Commissioners regular uh, monthly meeting. We meet twice a month, first Tuesday and the third Thursday, first Tuesday, 6 o'clock, third Thursday, 5 p.m. You're welcome to uh, tune in, or if uh, the agenda uh, is a interest to you, you are a participant, then you're welcome to come uh, to our meetings. Now, we have not done any restrictions uh, of recent, but I just give us all notice that we're watching the uh, rates, the COVID rates, and so we may have to make some adjustments, but right now the meetings are open to the public, but we would ask you to come watch us on live stream if you don't have an agenda item, but if you have an agenda item, by all means, join us here at the, uh, at the meeting room. Thank you for your participation cooperation in that matter. Mr. Brown, has the meeting been properly advertised? Yes, sir, it has. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't see anyone here from the Ministerial Alliance, so I'm going to, Ms. Mosley, if I may, one more time, sir, yes, will you please lead us in our invocation and our Pledge by. of Allegiance? Please stand for those two items. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful for your bountiful blessings. Uh, we thank you for the sunshine as well as the rain, and we would ask that you would uh, bless us with more rain. And Father God, we continue to pray for those, uh, Father God, who are fighting for uh, freedoms and abroad and those who are here, Father God. We pray for divine insight and wisdom for this deliberative body as they engage in business of this community. We pray that you be with them and strengthen them. This we thank you for in the powerful and penetrating name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. 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 Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, sir. Commissioner, before we go into our minutes, I think we need to acknowledge that we have a certified county commissioner with us today. Commissioner Maxie Jones fourth, has now fully certified, so let's appreciate his accomplishment. <laughs> or his training, we, we tell him, baptized by fire is what we've been telling him, but he... He's doing a good job. Congratulations, sir, on, on following through with the training. Thank you. Good to have you. Um, minutes for the month of July would require our approval. Mr. Chairman, I make a motion we approve the minutes as presented <clears throat> in my July 2nd meeting. Motion second, we approve the minutes for the month of July. Uh, let's say you said July. There's a lot. Should Last, be two sets. Yes, sir. July 5th and July 21st. All righty. Thank you. Motion and a second. We approve those minutes. Any further discussion? All in favor, labor, no by show of hands, please. Minutes are approved. Thank you. Moving right along to our department reports. LCPC, Mr. Jeff Rickerson is here. The variance report. Good evening, Chairman Lovett, members of the commission. Good evening. Uh, the first item we have tonight is a variance request that you all tabled at your last meeting. Uh, if you recall, it was a request to, uh, for a variance for a setback out in the Isle of Wight area. And uh, what they're, the, the, I'll take you to the, show you the, this is a general area here. Uh, that's Carpenter, Carpenter Drive and that's uh, Circle Drive here. And this is sort of in the, at the intersection of that. This is actually uh, three platted lots. They're all non-conforming lots uh, that were platted uh, sometime in the late 50s, early 60s. And uh, so the whole area is zoned R2, as you'll see from this. All this yellow here is R2. So they're allowed to build three single-family houses here, but what they're wanting to do, the house that they want to put on these lots is a little wider, so they'd like to have 10-foot setbacks, and uh, side setbacks, instead of the uh, required 15-foot setback. And 
you all table this as your last meeting, and I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have, and the applicant is here this time as well. Okay. Uh, OCPC did review this at their last month's, or actually the, the meeting in May, and they recommended approval of this to you. Okay. And we did ask to, to table this. We want to give Commissioner Jones some time to, to uh, review this. Uh, let's, let's hear from the applicant, just so we'll... Will you please come, sir, state your name and for the record, and just tell us about your request, and then we'll have Commissioner Jones. To... Commissioners, you may have some questions, but let me start with Commissioner Jones soon. He's done. If you just tell yeah, us your answer. Josh Wheeler. Um, I apply for this. There's three lots originally right there. There were 60-foot-wide lots. That was before they did the side setbacks to there. So I've just asked the, to, to put side setbacks instead of 15. Um, so we built three nice homes there and not put some else there. You know what I mean? Just do you have any questions on my plan or the, have you seen the houses I've built out there so far? Around the light that I've done so far, I think I've done about 10 of them in the area. Okay. All right. Just, just don't go far, sir, if you will. <clears throat> Commissioner Jones. How you do, sir? Um, I have. Since we uh, tabled um, last time, I had a chance to go and visit the area in question, um, and I've gotten a chance to speak with uh, several of the residents. And along with speaking with several residents, I received several emails also, and um, they are not in agreement with uh, wanting a variance changed from what it is. Um, I got a chance to, I guess, ride the whole aisle, both sides, and seeing some of the homes, I guess, that you recently built and some of the newer homes that are being built presently also. Uh, me, myself, personally, um, I'm learning, and I guess we have variances for a reason. The people that took their time and uh, develop the variances, ordinances that we abide by, we go by, uh, we are guided by, uh, there for a reason. And um, if we're not going to go by what we have on the books, there's no need to have them. And if we are going to change uh, the ordinance every time someone comes and make a request, then we really don't need the ordinances. We need to either rewrite them or do something different. So, um, I, like I said, I understand the concerns of the residents that approached me and uh, gave me the tools. So, um, that being said, Mr. Chairman, I have nothing else on that. I'll be ready to make a motion at any time. Let's hear from you. Can I speak again real quick? Well, the subdivision was developed with three houses on it originally. And that's before the ordinance were in place. I understand what ordinance got put in place to help the situations like that. But, you know, it was done set by 60 foot wide with three houses on it. That's, that's what was approved originally. And so that's what I'm trying to do, to do what's originally approved. And so we're still building nice houses. We're keeping, you know, we're doing a lot better than what's been out there before of houses, the trailer, you know, we're cleaning things up, doing nice stuff out there. So we're not, Lowering the value or lowering the livings for living standards for anybody out there. I feel like 
you take that into consideration that I feel, I feel like we're doing a good thing for the neighborhood and what we're building out there is, and, and that's what, so I'm not really changing anything that was in place. I mean, I don't know. Mr. Chairman, I had a question following that, Mr. Wheeler. So the other lots that are along that road, they're in that seven division, are they about the same size yeah, as the three that you're trying to get approved? They're all approved the same size. All same the, size. Yeah, I mean, they're all the same size right there. That's they're what it looks like. Yeah, I was just wanting to make sure. And they're, I assume, one home. Now, so, now some people combine lots together if they want to buy two lots. Right. To build one house on two lots, but that was, you know, that's their choice to, to do that. Mm -hmm. um. hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, go ahead. County road, this this Carpenter Drive, is that is that something maintained by the county or is that a how is it set up? Do you do you know? So we scrape it and we've got the room. I mean, there's enough room for both vehicles to pass on and stuff like that. Uh, you start over. <laughs> no, you, no, you don't. <laughs> but that was that was my question. Is you know, number one, it. it it's, it used to be a private subdivision. Now, it's not. So it's a basically, if if you if you wanted to put mobile homes in there, double wide, single wide, or whatever, you can do that. Is that, Mr. Zeckman? Is that the way you see it? Okay. And that's what I just. It's not that I'm against the mobile homes. I'm just saying that, that there there was times when in Liberty County and in Hinesville and in most of our other municipalities that was a an affordable necessity because of the way the growth was. But, you know, a stick-built home is something that I hadn't ever seen any home that you built. I don't look for them, but I just wanted to say that, to me, uh, not going against what Commissioner Jones is saying, I just would rather us have a stick-built home on it. And if, that's a, if the county's able to grade it with the... the uh, you know, having the the um, side yard set back, you know, a little bit different, I wouldn't have no problem with it, um, me personally. But I mean, we'll we'll see what everybody else's feelings is on it. Mr. Chairman, yes, sir. Yes, uh, Mr. Um, 
Rickerson. Um, and um, to, to comment on what Mr. Uh, Jones said, um, he said about you know having variances and um, if you don't abide by them, you know what what use are they? Uh, I mean, having ordinances, not variances, but um, we do have ordinances and they do keep us in line, um, but um, they are not etched in stone, and you can vary from them. And the petitioner, um, he's asking for a variance to the existing ordinance. And our um, friends and the board members um, that we appoint from LCPC um, have their recommendation is approval. Now, um, there are a lot of things that can come before us from LCPC that's approved and we'll vote and we can disapprove. I mean, so that's, you know, we, we have that, um, that final so say so, but um, we, we do need the ordinances. I mean, without that, you know, God knows where we would be. But um, from time to time, people do, um, they want to ask for a variance. And, you know, the same board that can uh, disapprove something that's been approved by LCPC can also um, make a variance to an existing ordinance. And, um, you know, I don't know how long this ordinance has been in place, but I do know that, um, you know, just looking at it and, you know, what they're trying to do, um, I don't have an issue with it. Um, so I, I just wanted to say, you know, the ordinance is, is the ordinance and, you know, thank God we have them. But you can um, reconsider from time to time, and you can um, you can vary um, that ordinance as is. That's, I just wanted to say that. Thank you, sir. Any other comments? Uh, uh, I guess, Mr. Chair, just a, a quick question. I guess for uh, Mr. Rickinson. Uh In in the past, we've had the opportunity to address the same issue down there with, with other variances on, on, on these lots. Uh, so I guess the, the question is more towards you uh, other than the applicant. Is it just because of, of, of the, the plant layout from the 60s is the, one of the main reasons why, why we keep having this same issue or, or occurrence over and over? Yes, sir. The, these lots were built in 1960, which was about 15 years before the county enacted its first zoning. So there was, you didn't have 15-foot setbacks at the time that these lots were created. So these were just left over that weren't built on, and there's, there's three of them there. You can still build a house on it. It's just got to be a, a skinnier house. It might not be the, the same width of house that you want. It's got to be a little bit more deep instead of wide. Okay. So I, I, I guess the question that I have, uh, and... And just like uh, Commissioner Gillard was was talking about the about we do have the opportunity for the you know the, for variances uh, is is this something that we needed to look at as well for that particular area instead uh, of the applicant not just him but it could be uh, Commissioner Stevens tomorrow mm -hmm. you know uh, that might have buy a lot out there and, and need a variance. So is, is that something that, that we could change for just that, that particular, I guess, Mr. Zekman? Uh, there there have been several lots out there, but it's, it's a limited number. It's, it's, it, this is, as, as these old subdivisions get fully built out, you won't have this to recur, but okay. you know, there are a, a number of them that, that never got built on that you know, 
present an opportunity to come in and ask for a variance. Okay. All right. I was just sort of like Groundhog Day. Over and over. Same thing. So I appreciate it. Thank you. Mr. Wheeler, if, if I heard Mr. Rickerson right, it's, so, so it's not that you can't build a house with the current configuration. You, you just have, you would just have, you, you would um, have to default to a smaller home. Have I got that right? No, sir, really, really that, that right there, we want to be able, there we can build three, but the other plat you showed earlier, you really want to build two, two houses, the one that has a skiing lot in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can add some. I, I can add some clarity to that. The, uh, the the brothers who own this property, they still own it, right? You haven't you haven't bought it from them. Well, actually, I I, I did buy it, this one because okay. we've been doing it over and over the same thing. So, I, but uh, so the brothers inherited uh, these three lots, the, the, the three lots that you saw. Uh -huh. One of them combined this for tax purposes. He combined his half into his other lot, so he's got this bigger lot. Okay. His brother never combined it, so he's got this skinny lot here. Okay. Uh, as far as the, the platting, it's it, uh -huh. it's a it's a legal legally platted lot. You can go back to so, the one we looked at uh -huh. anytime you want to and, and yes, build it's skinny. So These are all and, three legal lots. Right. So if you have a six foot wide lot and you have to go by the fifteen foot side setback, so you're talking about a thirty foot wide lot, mm -hmm. the seventeenth drain field. Right. At that point, you can't you can't you can't do it. I mean, it's, it's just it's not going to work. I mean, the only thing you can do is then put like a trailer on there. It's more like a single wide or a double wide trailer at the max. This, this one make, is, work. The, the corner lot is 60. These two are 70 foot yeah. wide. Yeah, so if you got side setbacks at, at the 10, where that's 40 foot wide house with a set tank is what you can build a house on. At 30 foot, you really can't do it except put a trailer on it. Hmm. Uh, I was trying to think of a way that you could still build a house, um, even though it may be a smaller home, but to maintain the uh, lot configuration. But you're saying that you only do a mobile home? At that point, yeah, if you have to have 15 foot side setbacks with the yeah. six foot wide lot. Every now and then we can pull a rabbit out of the hat, but <laughs> I, I don't see that this time. I think house is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Uh, sir, if um, this ordinance variance was denied, what would be your future uh, plans for this property? Uh, I'm not sure. Try to work it out the best I can for for everybody, for myself, and for the neighbors at the time. But I mean, I naturally you get to a point where it, it don't make sense, or you got to. You know. At that point, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would do. Really. Have you gotten a chance to speak with any of the adjoining neighbors or any of the members of their community on this? I mean, I've, I've already built. I think about 10, 10 the same. Did, in the same community already. Mm -hmm. Everybody around there has been very happy about it. Uh, Robert Norby, if you know him, he lives right across the street from where I did six of them. He's super happy what I've done there from what it was to what I came and did there. He's he's super happy with it. I mean, so I don't, I don't see why. Did we have to, Jeff, um, 
did we have to do anything with the variances or the ordinances for these other homes that he's built? Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Wheeler's been here a couple times and gotten variances for the other for the other houses that he's built. Hmm. And uh, third time. I think this was part of the reason that uh, some of the residents contacted me. Um, I think the six houses you spoke of in particular, they are side by side. Um, that was one of the reasons that they wanted, uh, were against the ordinance variance because of, I guess, how close the houses are. I mean, they look nice, I guess, from comparing to what it was, but they are real closely built. And I think that was part of the concern of the residents of the houses being so closely built. And if we, I guess, reduce the variance, that would allow for the same situation where the houses would be built closer, my understanding. If, if you go to a 10-foot setback versus a 15-foot setback, they could be as close as 20 feet apart. <coughs> Fifteen foot setbacks that you currently have in place, they have to be thirty feet apart, a minimum of thirty feet apart. Yeah. Which, which which works in Hinesville. <coughs> Commissioner Stevens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the septic system out there, how is it? Is it individual or would it be in, uh, is it individual now on these lots now, the septic system? It's, it is septic to individual septic systems. So right now there's three out there now. I don't think you have that yet, do you? No. no. I'm talking according to the lots. You got three lots. There's three platted legal lots there. But there's no septic system out there yet. On, on these three existing lots. That's right. That's right. It's naked lots, right? Yes. They're they're vacant lots. Vacant lots. Yeah. Oh, vacant lots. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> so what happen to that little strip? Anyway. Uh, there, on the uh, right in the middle, right there. That's the original, right? That's the original, but they're they're changing. Mm -mm. That's, that's, that's how it exists now. Long. Yeah, I don't I don't think we even need to focus on that because that, yeah. that's, that's no. But I just asked a question. I don't I don't don't say what I don't need to focus on. I just well, asked right. a question. What has happened here? I'm is sorry, that, sir. This this is this is half of that middle lot. Don't jump on me. <laughs> this is half of the middle lot. You win that it's one. It's been incorporated into. <laughs> The corner lot there, but it could be easy, easily be broken back out. Just a simple administrative thing: go to the assessor's office and break that back out, and have the original three lots that were platted. Okay. They, they just combined it for tax purposes. Mm -hmm. they, they wanted it all in one lot. All right. Okay. I, I might wouldn't recommend to Commissioner Jones that we table this again, but I'm not sure where it would go if we. <laughs> <coughs> I was thinking along the same lines, but uh, like I said, I've spoken to several of the residents and I've got a lot of input. Jeff, have you gotten any input on the request from just, the public? Just the folks that came to the last meeting. They, they came to the last meeting and they were at the Planning Commission meeting as well. Ms. Wood, did you bring any, just for, just for a matter of record, did, at the meeting, did any of your, uh, your supporters come? I said supporters, Mr. Norbell, anybody else come to speak? I didn't ask him to. You didn't ask him to. Well, uh, Robert works out there with with uh, with me at Public Works, and um, when it was discussed at the meeting, um, I guess what two weeks ago, or whenever it was, the last meeting in um, July, um, 
you know, he stopped by the office and we were talking about some other stuff and then and then he mentioned it and he he did as Mr. Willis said he I mean he doesn't have a, a issue with it. All the question, Mr. Chairman. Yeah, listen, <coughs> listen very, I'm not sure we've done this before. Commissioner Young, would you mind let's table this one more time? Uh, no, sir. I would suggest that I would uh, like to table it again for some further discussion, maybe. Because you hadn't heard from Mr. Norbert yourself. No, sir. Okay. Right. I, Never met him. I could call him. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, Just put those two in touch with each other. <clears throat> that being said, Mr. Chairman, I would uh, make a motion if we're ready. We're we ready. Um, I would make a motion. I make a motion that we uh, table this until uh, another meeting. How many days? Any motion. Yeah, we the really another meeting. I, I didn't get it last time, but and whether it's two two months or thirty days, it really thirty days. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so whatever you want to do. Yeah, I second it. Okay. All right. Let's say it's thirty days at the most. Could be sooner. All right. All right. Mm. First, this, this I just want to give um, actually some more thought myself to as well as give Commissioner Jones time to hear from. Uh, people who are who find no issue with the project, so you can have both sides of that present, other than hearing from the petitioner. It's just, just trying to be fair and give us all some more uh, time to think, maybe this thing through. I, I don't say, like someone said, I, I don't guarantee it'll be different, Mr. Wheeler, at that time, but at least let's give it a little more thought and let this commissioner get to hear from uh, some of the other property owners in the area of the project. I'll see why we need more time with Yeah. Well, I, and, and I heard, I, I think more time could be in your favor, <laughs> you know, but, it, but listen, now, if you don't want to do that, then we can, we can certainly, yeah. I mean, I, I'd rather not give it more time, really. Sir? I'd rather not give it more time. I mean, I don't see why we need more time, but I mean, unless. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Mean, I mean, all seven of us are here. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah. What the need for it. Usually we hear from both if there's. I mean, they were here last time, I'm here this time, so. I was, yeah, but, you, but you're the petitioner. So you're a little bit different as versus someone who lives in the, in the quote unquote neighborhood who would also right. speak favorably to your project. Yeah. I mean, I live in Alawite myself. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I hear so, you. Uh, yeah. but you're the petitioner, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I so so we, you kind of in a different category. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Just a quick question. Uh, just, I guess, to get some clarification. So, Mr. Rickinson, in the past, we've approved. The variance. That's correct. In the same area. That's right. On in the Isle of Wight, in the That's same area. And now we're trying to figure out if we're gonna not do it this time. I, I was I was just trying to get clarification. Thank you. And the difference is with the encouragement from wrong. I don't remember really now. <coughs> with the with the previous request, there were not any people opposed to the request. That's correct. Yeah, that's that makes that's what make the difference. Understood. But uh, I, 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 now I might be wrong, but I, I remember when uh, when we had some of these requests in the past, and we were looking at this, and I think we were even discussing talking to the LCPC to make it like just a, a blanket variance. I, I know we we had that discussion. I, I don't think we ever moved forward with it because of of the way how these uh, <coughs> particular. Uh, Lots were mm -hmm. were made from 1960. Mm -hmm. 
and I mean, I, I understand, but this is like yeah. I recall that conversation also, but what was it, Dallas White? Right, it was, that, that it was the same area. It was the same so, area. Okay. So, so that that's that's what okay. that's that's what I guess I'm just trying to get a grasp of. Okay. All right. If if we were thank you, thank you for that recollection. I didn't I didn't identify. I didn't put the two together. All right. I knew we had the discussion, but I didn't put it. Yes, sir. Okay. That's why I'm here. All right. Mr. Chairman, I think right now that there's probably the same amount of folks sitting up here as there was 30 days ago. Yeah. And I. Uh, I think 30 days is, you know, an opportunity for, like Mr. Jones said, he got to go down there and meet with them. Uh, the, the, I look at the lots that's in there, and I don't know how many people live next door to it, but um, I think that we give ample enough time. Me personally, mm -hmm. that's my feelings on it, and mm -hmm. I'm ready to vote. Uh, we will vote it to table it or vote it to approve it. It don't make any difference to me. You. Mr. Chairman, going back to what I said earlier, looks like a lot of those lots are the same size or, or you know, are smaller than the ones he's wanting to get approved now. And we've already approved several times, and he's already built them out. So, I, I, so I'm ready to vote so tonight. You're all saying the precedent has been set. Hey, yes, I I'm mean. ready. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying the president has been set. All right. Well, well, this motion on the floor, we need to vote it up and vote it down, and then we can go to another Mr. motion. Mr. Chairman, one more comment. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I understand. Uh, the sentiment that all of the commissioners are voicing. Um, I'm new to this. I haven't been a part of a bunch of the variance ordinances request. And um, like I said, I may see differently than others have seen before in the past. Um, like I said, I'm going with what the residents that I have spoken with, the people that I have met, the emails that I have got concerning this request. And I've just met, met you first time, um, and I understand your concerns. As a builder, we don't want to, mm -hmm. I guess, uh, restrain you from doing what you want with your property. But I go back to what I said earlier. You know, the variances are there for a reason. And if we are not going to abide by them, we don't need them. Let's take them and chunk them out and start all over. I agree. But I'm going by what we presently have on the books and what the residents that have contacted me expect by the ordinances that we abide by, the ordinances that, that we've approved and okayed. So the motion was made to table it. Um, we go from there. Okay. All right. Man, we had a discussion? You had a second, didn't you? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, the motion on the floor to table this request, and I, I will say, Mr. Wheeler is saying that's that's not his preference. I'm just making it clear. Am I right, sir? Uh, I all right. Know. Okay. I made it clear. All right. All in favor of tabling this, please let me know by show of hands. All right. Motion fails. Uh, okay. Chair, a new motion. Mr. Chairman, I'll uh, make a motion for approval. Second. Motion and second that we approve the request as presented to, uh, as presented by this petitioner. Any further discussion? I think we all in favor. Yes, sir. One more uh, ahead, sir. comment. Um, I guess it's just complimentary, but um, by me representing that district, um, I thought it was customary that I would be the one to make the motion on anything involving that district, if I'm correct. If I'm not, I stand corrected. Well, most of the time, but not exclusively. Okay, I stand corrected. And, you know, also, um, 
commission that there, there may be some instances where we take action where, where you may not even yeah. be may not even be here yeah. or there could be a conflict um, of interest so you know um, yeah. sometimes commissions will hand off that to another commissioner too commissioner. based on the circumstances all right all right now where am i mr brown that's the only discussion. We're done with discussion. All, right. all in favor, let on a show of hands, please. For the, okay. All right. All against? All right. One focus. All right, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. <coughs> and let me, I guess let me say that because the, you know, the president had been said, we've done this several times, this very same area. And that, uh, Commissioner Jones, I understand where you are. You, you represent the citizens who spoke with you. I understand where you are. Uh, but the precedent has been set for this very same area of the county where this has been done, we said three times before? This, this, this was the third. This was the third, third time. time. Okay, third time. All right. Uh, uh, Mr. Chair, can, can I uh, just make a comment? Uh, mm -hmm. I, I guess what can we or I guess LCPC look at how many more uh, lots out there in, in that particular area that are. Uh, where we might have this this issue come in front of us. We will look into it and, g and give you a report back on what we see in, in the future. Yeah. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next, conditional use. Okay, Mr. Chairman, this is a request by uh, Mr. Edward Layden, uh, who's the owner of the property. Uh, he wants to, they're doing business as Merkwood Farms, LLC. They, uh, they want to, uh, they're a chemical-free agricultural enterprise and agro-tourism agro hub, that's easier for me to say. Uh, they produce vegetables, poultry, duck, and goats, and they want to sell these commercially on the property. They want to have a produce tent stand that is uh, at the front of one of their parcels. The property is located at uh, 73 Johnson Circle in Fleming. Uh, properties are zoned AR1, which is ag residential, and the back part of the, each property is zoned A1, which is agricultural. Uh, each parcel is <coughs> an acre each. Not responding to me anymore. Did you may have to help him out? There you go. Okay, that's the ad we ran the Coastal Courier. That's the uh, the sign. Uh, this 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 road right here is. Highway 17, you're looking back toward uh, Richmond Hill there. <coughs> and this is a picture of the property as seen from Highway 17. You can see this is kind of, this, this is the entrance road. It's an unpaved, ungraveled road going back from 17 back into the property. This is uh, area on both sides of the driveway is someone else's property. And this is just an easement going back to those two lots. And there's a, there's a, a an appreciable amount of, uh, tents and campers and vehicles and uh, stuff on the property. And this is a, uh, looks like it's uh, not inhabited, sorry. Looks like it's uh, a not inhabited uh, mobile home located here as well. We didn't go back into the property. There are a lot of no trespassing signs on the property. So this is as, as good as we could present for you here. This is a map showing the location. That's Highway 17. This Leroy Kofer Highway here. The property is right here. There's a big parcel here, and these two parcels are in the back of that. I'll show you a little bit better picture of it. Again, Highway 17, 
the big the big parent track and then these two one acre tracks uh, located uh, sort of landlocked within the property. The only access is this easement, which is called Johnson Circle, going back in to the property. The the dark green is a uh, a one. The light green is AR one. And that's just a different view of the same thing I just showed you. And it's a little bit closer up of the two parcels there. You can see the, uh, the dirt road going back to the property there. You can see the mobile home that I showed you there and some of the other various things around the property. And that's the plat of the property, just showing the, uh, their access to the property and the two one-acre lots here. And it's just showing the, uh, uh, the flood area and the area of the back corner of the property is within the flood area. And this is the uh, applicant's uh, statement just saying they would like to have a stand on the property to sell uh, produce and, uh, and meats that, um, that they sell there on the property. And this is just some photographs that we got from the property, uh, just, just showing the current condition of the property. You can see sort of a homemade shower here, a tree house here, another type of uh, small structure there on the property. And there's a YouTube link here that kind of shows that they're operating a, a campground there. I've never heard of a hip camp, but they're they're advertising and marketing for a hip camp. It's a place where you can come and camp out with very minimal uh, accommodations. Like there's no I don't I see. There's re restrooms on the property. But uh, anyway, that's uh, those are pictures that we were able to gather from the current operation on the site. And uh, of course, we have our we have our ordinances that y'all talked about uh, extensively earlier. Uh, the, these are the uh, guidelines that you use to consider whether to uh, consider granting a conditional use. And uh, well, I'll go through these for you. Um, approval of the conditional use shall not adversely affect the economic values and physical appearance of the neighborhood of areas surrounding the, the site or lot in question. And our response to that is the property is currently in violation of multiple provisions of the Liberty County Zoning Ordinance. You see all those structure zone there. Mm -hmm. Some of those don't meet the minimum size of a, of a dwelling in Liberty County. So that's one. There's a number of other ones that the, the county has written a, a letter to the occupant, and there's been no response at this point. So they're, but they're, they clearly are in violation. I think the next step is to uh, go to magistrate court and, and work that out. So um, just wanted to put that into the record that there are currently vi violations on the property, zoning violations. Next one is the physical environmental effects of allowing the condition shall be considered. Um, we, the, the note that we have there is the property does not have frontage on coastal highway. It's only access is from an unpaved easement. And uh, if you go out there and look from the highway, it's, it's pretty rough. There's not, there's not even any gravel on the, on the, on the easement. Next one uh, is the buffer zones where necessary to shield any adverse factors shall be considered. Uh, according to the aerial, there are existing tree buffers, so it, it is it is actually buffered because it's really not doesn't have any frontage on Highway 17. And the final consideration: uh, additional space for parking, landscaping, building, loading zones. Setbacks shall be considered as necessary to protect adjacent properties. And our note there is: uh, due to current due to the current zoning and code violations, the property might contain ha hazards which would be unsafe for the public. There, we we did we have observed that there are. Uh, some some wiring violations uh, as far as the codes go and the other things that might be uh, <clears throat> unsafe on the property. So the board of uh, the uh, planning commission um, heard this at their last month's meeting and they recommend disapproval. And I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have about this request. Sure. 
He's the petitioner. He's a petitioner, yes, sir. Can you please come, sir, and state your name and a little overview of your of your request there. Then we'll come yeah. back to you. Well, we got this property back in 2009, and uh, we're your name, please, sir. Uh, my name is Joseph Layden. Edward Layden isn't actually the petitioner. I am. I own Merkwood Farms LLC. My father owns the property. He uh, bought it for us in 2009, and we had intended to fix up the double-wide trailer that was there, get um, all the things that needed to be a home. We weren't necessarily planning to live in there. Our main purpose was to build a wood shop. Um, and this would allow us to do our subcontracting business and everything. We got the approval for that, and I have it here. Um, but over the next couple months, we um, got the well that we needed to get and several of the other things that were a condition of uh, going forward with getting electricity and everything. And our well was stolen, and the, the pump pulled out of the ground. Um, we tried various things without electricity to protect our property. We put a fence up. They stole the fence. They came in and ripped all of the copper out of the trailer. They took the AC units. They took the heaters. Um, we kept trying various things to protect it. And over the course of the first two years that we had it, they'd ripped out all of the cabinets in the place. They took out on Thanksgiving Day, they came out and took out the hardwood flooring. And it just became impossible to go on with what we wanted to do with it without being able to protect the property. So we, um, it laid fallow, or I don't know if you say fallow, but uh, it, it was abandoned by us basically because there was, at, a, at a certain point there was nothing left to steal. And so we, in 2019, we decided we were going to give it another go, start church had been built there right across the street and there was they had clear cut the lot next door so we thought there was a chance now that people could see back there a little bit better that we could find a way to protect it and we started doing this by um, keeping chickens out there we thought if we had chickens out there and some ducks that people would maybe think there's some people around here now and we don't need to be stealing their property um, but we were we were um, having to bring water in all the time. And we, at the same time, we became more interested in farming. And we got a cottage food, li uh, we incorporated, became an LLC, and got a cottage food license for our, uh, for our domestic kitchen in Richmond Hill. Um, and started going to the farmer's markets and selling some of our produce and our uh, cakes. I actually have uh, some cakes my mom made, some uh, Pecan, is it pecan pumpkin? And this is the same thing she does at the Hinesville uh, Flea Mar Farmers Market here. Would you mind giving them some of that? If you want to test what we do, I'd like. My mom sent those for you. But <laughs> um, she. she uh, numbers. Just you can just set them up there. If anybody wants, or set them there. If anybody wants. I'm, I mean, uh, legally, can we um, do that? Uh, <laughs> if you don't want them, you don't have to. But that's what we sell at the Richmond Hill Farmers Market and at the Hinesville Farmers Market. Huh. And uh, we've been trying to develop this neighborhood, and we plan on putting the copper back in the building, putting the sheetrock back in the building, putting the cabinets back in, and finally going on 
with this. Um, but we received uh, a note, uh, the, um, the citation that was there a couple of months ago. Well, first we got a, 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 um, a message on Facebook. And the Facebook message said that we needed to contact the Liberty County Building and Building and Licensing Department, I believe it was. And so I called them, the person that contacted us on Facebook wouldn't disclose her name. We called up there, and the lady who answered said, yeah, you guys got to get a business license for some of the things you're doing out there. And I explained, well, I'd, I have spoken with Mr. Ricketson about that about seven months ago. I called him, and um, we um, discussed, because I was just wanting to sell my own produce at the time, and I was doing these farmer's market things, and I wanted to put a tin up to sell some of our own produce and po possibly some of our own cottage foods there as well. And he called around and found out that to do our own stuff, it would, it, uh, that's no problem. But if we wanted to sell other people's stuff, um, then we would need to get a business license. And for that, we would need a special exception permit. Well, I didn't need to do that at that time. And I still don't need to do that for, I'm way away from it. We've got a lot of work to do on that place. So I'm hoping that I could do this by summer. But because I made that call to the building and the building and licensing department and they said, you need to get a business license, I called back license, uh, zoning, which, which is with Mr. Rickinson's with, called back them and go, said, oh, I'll go ahead and put in the permission and the, the, the special exception permit and paid my 350 and wrote the letter and got that done. I don't need it for until summer. I just want to be um, right and do the right thing. And um, I, Mr. Rigginson told me last week to call back to the building and licensing department and make sure I had all the things that they were worried about, the property taken care of. I've called several times. I left a message yesterday, um, and I haven't heard back from them. Um, as far as what I saw in the letter, now the letter came after the Facebook call and after they told me that I needed to get a business license. It came to my father's house and he told me, it gave me, it was about a week, a little bit more later. I looked on it and it, the four things that were mentioned were that um, no fires. We haven't had any fires out there since at least six, seven months since the last time there was a lot of deadfall after a storm. Um, I didn't know that I was supposed to ask for a permit to do that in the county. Um, another um, one was uh, not to have campers on the place. We did have a camper. I think that's may have what caused the problem. We had a camper that we were using as a uh, for our chickens. When the chickens hatch out of our incubation station, we put a, we we've got a gutted camper, and it's got cages lining all the side. And it said that this, in the, in, the, in the letter, it said that we needed to have that behind something. So we pulled it back onto the um, agricultural part instead of the agricultural residential part and put it behind a shed. And we have, uh, there was the other thing that no smells can emanate from the property. Our chicken coops are very clean. You're welcome to come out and sniff the uh, coops or or whatever we have to do to determine the level, but there's nobody around us for a mile. I mean, I don't know how they may have determined that. Um, 
we have a really. So Mr. Layton, can you can you bring it on in for me? What's that? Can you can you bring bring it? Bring it. I can bring a chicken. I can bring some something from the chicken. Your your presentation can you? Yeah. Yeah. Getting a little. You're getting a little lengthy. I I didn't mean anything about that. I'm just. Yeah. The other one was no living quarters on the agricultural residential part of the building, and we do have a shed and incubation station in it, but there's nobody living in it. It's a it, the insides are bare. It's not hooked up to electricity. We have a couple sheds and utility buildings on our agricultural part of the building, but not on the agricultural residential. So I was just calling the uh, licensing building to <clears throat> see what I needed to do to make sure that I'm in compliance with this. And um, we do want to repair the road. We want to repair the um, uh, the double wide trailer that was vandalized and get a you know get all the things that it needs to do in the future maybe have a bed and breakfast there but we have a lot of work to do and the reason I applied for this permit wasn't because I want to do this tomorrow it's just that that's what I was told to do by the by the lady okay. at the building and all right. Uh, but but you fully um, recognize that there's there's much to be done to get it up to par to meet the county's yes sir yes sir. all right sir so you're not disputing that no sir no okay. sir all right all right Mr. Jones Yes, sir, the uh, property, um, it is highly buffered. Um, it's off of Highway 17. Um, unless you really, when you pass by, the only thing you're aware of that the property is back there, just the dirt road going down in there. Um, I have family that, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I have family that has property adjoining this um, property and no one lives there now, but um, I'm aware of maybe the family moving back to that property at some point to live. And uh, if I had to make a recommendation, I would, uh, with especially with all of the uh, issues that have been pointed out, um, I'd be ready to make a motion. Okay. Can we, can we pause and maybe let me make a phone call to see Thank you. before we take action? I appreciate it. If you don't mind, if you could, um, because of potential conflict, I just want to make sure he's okay oh. in making that motion legally. So because if you would allow me, because he has property. family property. Adjoining, oh. adjoining the property. And it may be perfectly fine. I, I just want to make sure. I'm not saying it's not. I just want to. I just want to make sure. Yeah, it's not direct prop uh, family. I mean, it's umpteenth, thirteenth, fourteenth cousins. So it's no direct family. I'm closer to you than that. <laughs> I just pointed that out to let you know that I was aware of the property in uh, question. So, um, uh, well, I guess the question then is. Um, would you have an issue with someone else making the motion? And you, what's the word? Recluse? I can't think of it. Right. That'd be safe. Right, that's what I want to say. That'd be safe. Yeah. Right. Excuse yourself. Yeah. Any other questions for the petitioner? I mean, he, he, listen, I, if I heard the gentleman. I, I'm sorry. I, I have a couple of questions. Um, now, you, you said, uh, sir, you said that you were right. the. I got you. You're the, you're the owner of the business or the owner of the property? Not of the property. My father's the owner of the property. Okay. 
and I'm, I'm just reading this first slide, um, and you want to sell, is this packaged poultry and ducks, or is this live animals? Just live animals. Live animals? Live animals and, and produce. And you got a chicken coop, um, you said that doesn't smell. Yes, sir. Man, that's... And, well, no, it's, I mean, if you walk that's, right that's, up that's, on that's the water, it, would, but it doesn't smell from that's the That's got road. to be a first. That, that's got to be a first. Um, he, he needs a Wait a minute, I can talk about chickens. You can't yeah. talk about chickens. Yeah. Yes, I can. No, I, I have a duck coop as well. Um, and also, and, and goats. And goats. Goats as well, okay. And you, and you are aware of all the, um, the violations that uh, Mr. Rickerson talked about. You have been in contact with Mr. Rickerson? Yes, we've talked. Well, I, I believe we spoke about a, a little over a week ago, I believe. Okay. And uh, the, the, I explained then about the violations, and um, he recommended that I get this taken care of with the um, building licenses. I've been trying to get in touch with them. I don't, I don't know who to speak to to, yeah. to find and out. I, I thought because of what they had, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and, and I, <laughs> I think you also said that you, you didn't know that you, that you needed a license, but yet still you would, your plan was to, um, to open up a commercial establishment and sell to the public, and you, you didn't think you needed a license for that? That's what you said earlier? To sell our own produce according to the zoning regulations. No, not, not, not only produce, you're selling ducks and chickens and goats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It, you, and you were, your plan was to sell that to anybody that, that came out there, right? Yes, sir. And you didn't think you needed a, a license to uh, open up an establishment like that? Uh, that's... Well, that's what Mr. Rickinson told me, uh, if as long as it's mine and not someone else's. And that's the way that the zoning for and it reads as well. So okay. I'd, I'd, um, if there's another. <coughs> oh, okay. Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. Mr. Chairman, I, I, I'm a little bit lost here. You are Mr. Layden? I'm, Mr. I'm Joseph Layden. Okay, son. and Merkwood is just a name? Merkwood Farms LLC is what I named the named the, the LLC. So you're the owner of the property, not your dad? My dad owns the property. I own the farm, but the farm doesn't, it, the, 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 the uh, LLC also includes my cottage food business, which is in Richmond Hill. It's not just one property. All right, but my question is we typically, unless I'm, we deal with the owner, correct, Mr. Rickardson? I mean, it, it says here, Edward Layden, owner of the Chemical Free Agricultural Enterprise. So I, I don't know about the zoning. Are we going to be zoning somebody else's property, or does this man own the property? That's it's his father's property, and, and we, sometimes we have an agent come in and ask mm -hmm. for a rezoning, but we have to get the approval from the owner. The owner, okay. Mr., Mr. Edward Layden, has, has, has consented to this. So Mr. Joseph Consented to you? As considered as part of the paperwork. It, I mean, okay, so, but still, he's the owner really ought to be the applicant to say this is what we're going to do and this man's going to run it. And that's, that was my, my biggest concern right there is, and, I mean, it looks to me like, you know, you, you got, I understand the, you know, the, the, the animals and the chickens and I'm talking about the eggs and stuff like that, but, I mean, the process is you get a license to do that first, 
And then, of course, you have to have any of your building structures. Mm -hmm. You have to have that, of course, with building and licensing. So it looks like you've got a pretty good plan. It's just out of order a little bit right there. So, um, you know, I would I would think that the best thing to do is, like you're saying, you're, you're to disapprove it until we can get everything lined up. I mean, Mr. Zeckman, he hasn't said anything. He's been real quiet back there. Like, a, I think he's on the roost. But um, <laughs> anyhow, I just um, I'm just concerned about that. You know that we let's deal with the owner. I mean, the gentleman that was up here earlier. I know he was a agent for whoever owned that property, or maybe he does own it. I don't know. But um, and and I know this is in Commissioner Jones's area. And um, Right now, there's nobody back there, but if they do own the property and they drive in there tomorrow morning and say, Where did, what is this being built? Um, you know, it does, you know, we will make sure we got everything done. So, um, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with a man selling goats, chickens, eggs, or anything like that. It's just we need to get everything done so the next guy that moves in beside you can do the same thing and hits legal. So, I mean, you know, you're liable to be opening up, you know, a, a, something that everybody wants to do. But right now, it ain't in compliance the way I look at it now. That's just it. He admits that, Commissioner. Right. I, I just. You done, I sir? To, to, sir? You done? Yes, sir. Out. I'm out the door. And, and I, I agree. And I, I think the applicant agree as well to, to try to sum all this up. Is it any way possible that the applicant could just rescind his, his application? Instead of us dis disapproving it, because I mean, he, he's sitting here telling us that he knows he's in violation. So I don't even understand why we're sitting here having this discussion. Because if we disapprove it, he can't ever come back, right? Or how, how does that he can work? Come back. He can come back. If, if he if you disapprove it, he can come. He has to wait six months before six he months. can come back. If he withdraws, he wouldn't be prejudiced. He could come I, back next month if he if he gets it all cleaned up. And I'm I'm not an attorney, but I mean. Those are your options, sir. Thank you. All right, appreciate you. No, no, no more discussion. Thank you. Okay, sir. Try and Yeah, just get with them to work through all the deficiencies. Yeah. Okay. A gentleman behind you. Right. Building and license. All right. Appreciate you and good luck. What are we doing now, Mr. Chairman? We. Well, he he withdrew. Oh, you did withdraw? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. You got that, Joey? I, I, I thought perhaps they had been discussed and he decided to come forth anyway. That's why I figured he was okay. Yeah, that was right. Okay. Now look here, when you leave, don't take the cake with you. Leave invitation. Yeah, and, and one day I want to tr try the Airbnb out. That, that is, sir. That's it, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you, right, sir. New business agreement amendment Southeast Corrections. All right. Speaking following, of man. attorneys, can I say this before you? Yes, sir. Uh, thank you, sir, for wanting to do the right thing. Absolutely. That's right. Appreciate wanting to do the right thing. But, and just get it, no get it right and you can come back to us. Mm -hmm. Always look for out. Always look for out. All right. I'm sorry. I will just start off by saying this. The Board of Commissioners has been very good to state court, and I appreciate that. 
if you'll recall back April of last year, y'all approved the transition to a new probation company. Mm -hmm. There was a contract, an agreement between the new probation company, Southeast Corrections, and the board. In that agreement, the probation company was going to charge $41 a month supervision fees. There's a request, they're requesting to go from 41 to $45 a month supervision fees. And so because it's a contract with the board, we need, we're asking the board to amend the contract to allow supervision fees, supervision fees be changed from 41 to $45. Then, got Mr. Hawkins from Southeast Corrections okay. to answer any questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he's a petitioner? Yes, Are you petitioning? I, I am teeing it up and I'm leaving it. <laughs> right. this, this is John Hawkins. He's actually over our local office right here on Main Street. Okay. okay. I think the first thing, Mr. Osteen, we'd like to hear from you is how has that been going? Give us an overview of, of the... Well, I'll say this. I'm not here requesting that we make another change with the probation companies. <laughs> so I, I will say from, from my standpoint, um, things have gone well. And, and I, I really couldn't be you know, any more pleased. I, I really think that we got a good working relationship. I'm able to talk to them. They got a local office. It's fully staffed. Um, any questions I have, any issues I have, I can get with them and get it resolved. They've also got a contract really with Superior Court with Judge uh, Robert Russell. Uh, when a uh, felony case is reduced to a misdemeanor, they also have contracted with uh, Southeast Corrections to, for them to provide probation services to our local Superior Court as well. Okay. Well, now, you know, this, this is something right here. The, the judge is saying everything's working fine and the other fellow wants more money. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the messenger, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. I just, got you. just say hello to us if you will. So I, th I think the gentleman next day has done a good job of explaining. Yes, he. You know. Thank you. Uh, my name is John Hawkins. I work for Southeast Corrections. Um, the, the idea of the increase—it's a four-dollar increase. It, you know, inflation's high. To work in the probation field, you have to have a minimum of sixty credit hours from college and AA associates. Um, a lot of our employees have bachelors, and you, you, we have to compete to keep good staff. Um, you know, if turnover's over, it affects the court, it affects the county. Um, you know, the, the longer we can keep our staff, the better it works for everybody. Um, keep staff, you have to pay staff. Uh, when you got Chick-fil-A and, and others trying to Great. find people, no, the, the yeah. wages are going through the roof right now. Yeah. So to keep good staff, we, we have to find a way to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you a little about the last year and a bit that we've had the courtroom and all the changes that uh, have happened um, you know, for the county collections. Uh, we've probably, on average, we collect triple what the other company was doing beforehand. Uh, community service hours, I think we've worked almost 6,000 hours in, in, from, from June, July 1st to June 30th. Um, over $10,000 in restitution was collected to victims. <clears throat> um, and, and the biggest part is the accountability to the defendants. Um, we probably average 10 or more revocations every week, which means we're bringing people back in. So they're walking in on their, their own volition to, here I am, judge, you know, I'm at your mercy, or they've absconded and the sheriff's department is bringing them in. Um, but we're getting these people back that have been pled out to certain charges 
or just found guilty of something and they have to do community service, DUI schools, risk reduction, drug and alcohol evaluations, anger management treatment. And if you don't hold those people accountable, a lot of that stuff won't get done. People won't learn from their mistakes and they'll just, the recidivism will continue. So we have drastically changed that from, the, from our predecessors that we have people back in court letting people know how important it is to get the treatment that you needed to complete the treatment that the court has ordered. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned collections, so Mr. Brown, we can say from the finance side that um, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to? Okay, all right. I think I that's can the- I tell you that's a drastic change. Yeah, well, I, well and that's a necessary change. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, when do we start? Is this a, is it a, up right now, Judge? No, sir, it, it, it's in place now. It was in, in place April 1st of last year. I'm talking about the new fee. The new, no, we, oh, no. Until we approve. the new fee has not been implemented yet. No, but w when will it start? Is that a, do you know when it'll? Whenever you approve. Whenever, if you got okay. I'll say this for, for this probation company as well. There are some instances that, you know, depending on the circumstances, I was actually going to sentence some folks to jail. I, we're not superior court. I, I'm not the type of judge that just sentences people to jail. It's very rare that I sentence somebody to jail for, any, for a length of time. There have been a few instances where that has occurred. Due to, I would say, medical issues of the defendant, I know the jail didn't really want to take care of them. And I know that could be an expense to the county. So what we, what this company has offered is they ha basically have a leg monitor. It's, it's with the GPS and we've put them on home, home arrest. Uh, we've allowed with the condition that they can go to and from the doctor, but that's it. Mm -hmm. And so they have the, the capability to do that. Now it is an extra cost to the defendants, but it's also one that we take into account with the fine. I may try to reduce the fine to offset that cost, but it's also a benefit to the county. We're not necessarily putting people in jail who need medical treatment. And so mm -hmm. we're allowing them to do stay home. And so this, this company is able to provide that where the previous company was not. So it's, my point being, that's just an, another example of the relationship we have and how it's assisting not only the courts, but also the county. Many mm -hmm. times when people are presenting, we'll say, what is staff's recommendations? So I think I just heard you make your recommendation yes. uh, for this. Uh, what, four dollar increase? Chairman, you need a motion? You need a motion. Chairman, I make a motion that we increase the probation fee from 41 to, to 45. Second, Mr. Chair. Motion second, we uh, approve the recommendation as presented. Any further discussion? Uh, thank you for what you do beyond uh, your title, sir. We appreciate that humanistic approach to working with people. Mm -hmm. Working with people. All in favor, let me know my show of hands, please. All right, sir, it's done. Thank you. Thank you. Good to hear a good report on, on this new relationship that we have. I appreciate it. And, and once again, from state court, I get it. Y'all have worked with us and assisted us, and, and for that, I thank y'all. Thank you. I've, I've heard some horror stories from some other judges, and I can honestly yeah. say that's not the situation here. So y'all are very accommodating and, and work with us. Thank you, sir. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Jeff, if you can get um, when you do that research, just let me know what you find. Yeah, I'll, uh, I, I'll get right on that, just for you. <laughs> okay. All right. uh, thank y'all. Thank you. G-Dot Speed Ordinance. Thank you, sir. We're going to come visit sometime. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Long.
received in your packet a copy of a speed ordinance, a letter from the Department of Transportation. Basically what it does is outlines the speed limits that are for various roads, uh, state system routes, as well as some local roads. Um, most of it is state route related. Um, this needs to be adopted so that the speed limits can be enforced by our sheriff's department and local police. Um, looked at it and I think uh, you guys should go ahead and uh, approve the commissioner to the chairman. Have I just forgotten we've done this before? Yes, sir. We do, we do it every so many years. Mm -hmm. I can't remember how many years. But many must be a pretty good. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. so yes. I'm just looking at it. Commissioner's looking at this. So we have state roads primarily. Mostly state roads, yes, sir. But they are. Look at the last two roads. The last two sheets you have all system roads. How do they monitor that? Go ahead. Mr. Long, how do they monitor how to increase they... or decrease the speed limit? How, how do... Most of these roads have been there in the past and been on our list for years. So, um, so there's a couple of things. Your roads or your speed limits are set by statute for different types of roadways. Mm -hmm. um, you can change them via studies or different types of uh, activities that have to be approved by the Department of Transportation if you change it other than what is statutory. <clears throat> so um, like in a residential subdivision, if it's a paved road in a residential subdivision by statute, the uh, speed limit is 30. If it's a dirt road by statute, the speed limit is 35. Um, on a rural highway, it's 55. Uh, and you got different routes and, and you know if you have sharp curves or mm -hmm. something that goes along that makes you need to lower the speed limit you have to do a study that says you want to use a lower speed limit now this doesn't cover like all of our roadways but it covers the main ones and without going into a bunch of studies and getting into a lot of expenses uh, we need to go ahead and adopt this so that we can go ahead and send this to the state and we can continue enforcing speed limits. But piggybacking on the commission, so they've come in and studied these roads, mm -hmm. these, these recommendations, okay? Yes, sir, we haven't had to do anything on this. Okay, yeah. now the roads in the cities, that's up. Well, the city of Hinesville, we, we got- um, You got a whole different list. Yeah, but um, Mr. Simonton is spearheading that for okay. the city, but, okay. they, but they had to do the same thing okay. with the city police. Okay. Uh, commissioners, look, um, this is time sensitive, sir, I get the impression. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I was I was looking for the date on the uh, letter from uh, Russell, June. but I don't see a letter on the date on the letter. If if we saw something and we want to question and or make a recommend an adjustment, we could come back and do that. Yes. Okay, all right. We can, yes, sir. Okay. All right, all right. Mr. Chairman, a little better about ask a, one question, and Joy, you probably can answer this. Uh, is there any funding for some of these that change? If you've got a road that's at 45 and you got to change it to a 55, let's just say the road has just been paved, you got to change it, then we have to absorb all of that cost of the DOT help us with the, the funding on changing those signs. If it's a local road, then we, we have to fund the signs. 100%. Okay, we, on, on one here that you're looking at on your second page, let me ask a question, which says Flemington on it. Okay, you're on sheet one of six or two of six? Two of six. Two well, six. if you'll open up the first page and it's the next page over, it'll 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 say Flemington. Okay. All right. 
Oh, in Flemington, you're showing uh, 500 Fraser Martin Avenue city limits. I don't know what is that. Does that go all the way to? Is 55 from there all the way to um, to where? Yes. So it'll be if you start at 0.8 miles east of uh, 500 Martin Fraser Martin Avenue, and it goes uh, that goes to 3.5 miles east of Canary Road, 44 McIntosh Lake Road. Well, and, and that's a school zone. Well, school zones, you have school zones in there, yes. Mm -hmm. You can have reduced zones within this area. So what happens is you'll have, you have the 55 miles an hour for the whole length. Where you have a school zone, you have a, a reduced speed zone ahead. Right. In the cases of our school zones, we have, uh, we have some beacons and we do. some other things that go along with it that, uh, reduce the speed limit in those areas. So just because you have a reduced zone in the middle doesn't mean that the speed limit for the entire length is negated. But, but uh, so that that speed limit there during the school zone it, and the cameras is out there, is that DOT funded or do we fund that? Because they've got cameras too. So the cameras are funded through, I think Red Speed put those up. So Red Speed. Con a contract, contract the sheriff had with Red Speed, yep. so they furnished the cameras um, and They're also the, the ticketing of the folks or the notice, notices to the folks, but basically then they retain a portion of the fine for their putting up the cameras and there's no upfront cost for the camera. Mm -hmm. right. And that's just basically, that's it, all of those schools on 84, is that just? No. Uh, I'm not sure which ones they put it on. It's at Liberty High on the east, on the east side only. Going to Midway, well, and, and you both. got it out on Airport Road. Usually, usually Red Speed puts it both ways. Well, there's only there's only one up. They usually have both directions. Yeah, no, it's only just one up, and that that one is not active yet. I don't think. I'll, I'll have to check. And, I yeah. mean, I don't think it's active either. So you're so the 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 road there, McIntosh Lake Road, for example, is 45 going down McIntosh Lake Road. Is which, that which, what that's saying which, down uh, there which, uh, below that? Look on the bottom, you, you page two of six or one? Yeah, two of six. It's it's right underneath uh, the one from the, in Flemington, but it says uh, County Road 44 McIntosh Lake Road to Homestown. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, to Homestown Road. So that's, that's 45. That's, that's on Highway 84. Right. From just 0.35 miles past McIntosh Lake Road to. Um, 0.35 miles west, which will be this side of Homestown Road. So when you kind of go over McIntosh Mountain, you drop down right. You drop down to a point uh, right. 45 miles. Five. <laughs> go through the intersection. Right. Point 45. Well, that, that's what I'm and saying. You got 55, and you got 55, 55, 55, 55 out there. Yes. And, and uh, yes. So what this is doing is this is describing. You got 55, 45 here from this segment. Then you got 55 in this segment, mm -hmm. and you got a 45 in this segment. And it doesn't necessarily go through and tell you what the advisory speeds are in each segment. Because if you have an advisory speed for a school zone or an advisory speed for a sharp curve, mm -hmm. that's going to be oh, that's gonna included be in that segment. Back to it in. Yeah, okay. That's all. I just, I just was noticing that 
jogging in the speed limit, you know, of course, when you go over to McIntosh, the railroad tracks, it's 45, but, I mean, when they come over the railroad tracks, they're running 75. Well, you know, when you, when you come across the top of the McIntosh Mountain and immediately afterward you have a nice conversation with the state patrolman and he realizes, tells you that it's 45 and you were doing 65, you kind of learn where they were. All right, I guess my, my I've been there. Okay, so we don't, so you got we got some money for putting up the signs. Well, we don't have to change any signs for this. We we're already we're already we're in compliance. Oh well. Guaranteed motion. And, and all these on the state <laughs> routes. And all these okay. all these on the state routes. They've already got a sign. Okay. I got a motion. Let's take all in favor. Show of hands, please. All right. Sit. Yes, sir. <laughs> Made it easy. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Chairman. Yes, sir. I know Mr. Long is ready to go, but I just got one question. What's the main hole up at Miller Farm? I know this is not on the agenda, but you're okay. Okay, no, you're standing. Uh, we just got we we've been trying to get D, uh, Georgia Power to be able to relocate some of the utilities for free, um, but our facility down there, as far as the pavilion, isn't going to generate enough to offset it. So we right. got an invoice from them today. Is that right, Joey? yesterday today mm -hmm. today sent today um that they <clears throat> need a fee of like five thousand three hundred something dollars uh to move the poles and what we need to do so we're processing that already so we can get that done because that project can shut down for now about a month and six uh five weeks okay i know it's over a month pretty close was that in our initial relocation in the packet was that money allotted for that oh me oh my no, yeah, we're, we're. How about to keep the fiber optic in there? Who's going to move it? Uh, that's uh, right now. The, the, they're supposed to be moving. We have not been. Do you know any what that bill's going to be? That there's any fund. Uh, that there's any cost to move that. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Long. Thank you. Impact fees, Mr. Bill Ross. Mr. Bill Ross is actually on the mid-month agenda, sir, and I, okay. that is my mistake. I'll pop All right. Let's just here. vote on it anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Uh, HVAC, man, there are a lot of HVAC issues going on all over, the, including yeah. the mother Walmart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and Croton. And I was somewhere else today. Where was I? Oh, one of the schools. I just say one of the schools. <laughs> Same issue. Mm. Got a nice scoreboard, Doug. <laughs> Ms. Mosley. Mr. Chair, members of the board, uh, Records Retention Center <clears throat> had some issues there. We have some issues there, and we advertised it on the state site, on our website. Um, we received a number of requests. Uh, we only had two submittals, and those were from HA Site Company of Statesburg, Georgia, and Johnson Control, uh, which is nationwide and has representative in Savannah. <clears throat> uh, HA Site submitted a bid of <clears throat> a quote of two forty nine hundred. dollars uh, Johnson Controls submitted a bid of $312,783. Uh, team of Mr. David O'Hagan, Alex <clears throat> Alvarez, and myself reviewed it, and we're recommending that the uh, RFP for the record retention center be awarded to the HA site company in the amount of $240,900. Uh, funding for this project will, has been allocated in splash uh, number six. Need a motion, Mr. Chairman. Need, yes, sir. Chairman, a motion. So moved, Mr. Chairman. Second. Motion and second. We approve the bid from 
HASAC and Company for HVAC replacement. Any further discussion? All in favor, show by rule. Show of hands, please. All right. Approved, sir. Mr. Chair, members of the commission, we also uh, have a uh, having issues with the big one, the big units at the uh, Justice Center, and we also sent that one out to uh, uh, bid. Uh, we advertise on the state's website and our county website. Again, we receive a number of uh, requ uh, requests. Uh, we received three proposals from uh, HASAC, Johnson Control, and Mock Mechanical out of Savannah, Georgia. Um, we, in this request, we recommend that Johnson Control be awarded uh, the RFP in the amount of $309,550. If you turn the paper on the back, you can see the three, um, uh, the bids, and the prices, and also the receiving days uh, for the different project. And I'm kind of surprised that there's not any <laughs> time to receive the uh, unit. So, uh, yes, sir. This one, because of it was a specialty unit, it's yeah. going to have to be um, uh, put on order. Uh, yeah. The guys, yeah. uh, Alex and David, have been back and forth talking to vendors over mm -hmm. the last couple months about, and, and all of them say it's going to be a lengthy process in trying to get a unit. Show you, and not as lengthy some other times. Yes, sir. Yes, and it's just, and yeah. the guy's telling us the money is keep going up every month because of, of parts and costs. Yeah. Is that, Joey, that, that had to be put up with a crane? It will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's, let's try to get that where we can do it on a Sunday instead of having the middle of, I mean, do whatever you can, but I just we'll hate to, for them to have to work on Sunday, but you have traffic over there that's unbelievable on Bagley Avenue and the other ones. So. And, and okay. courts. Courts will be a It's on that side, too. too yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Well. All right, sorry, Mr. Chairman. I'm All just right. trying to. All right. Chair, attend a motion. Yes, sir, ma'am. Second. Second. Second that we approve the uh, bid from Johnson Control, $309,550. That's also SPLOS funded. Am I right, sir? Mm -hmm. uh, All right. Opera, sir. Opera funds. Opera this one. Okay. The other one was SPLOS. All right. Okay. All right, so Splash and Opera come to our rescue. All in favor, show of hands, please. Motion passes. Thank you. Sure, like them twice as much, don't he? Yep. Yeah, that crane would be about $500 an hour. Crane. All righty. Mr. Brown's coming down, but Sam Harris Gymnasium. I want to thank IT. These, uh -oh. The monitor is working, IT. <laughs> well, I think they look down. Mm -hmm. I didn't turn mine on. Where you turn it on at? Mine ain't working. Yours not on? Uh-uh. Oh. Uh, it isn't on. <laughs> he, said, he said you broke yours. <laughs> what, what, what is it? The same, just same thing is up there? Yes. That's what it is? Oh, yeah. he said it'll be fixed. He's got to, Mr. Chairman, we, um, as you were, we entertained proposals for the uh, Sam Harris Gym funding, and the gym, as you recall, was the last component, really, along with the walking trail, uh, to complete that complex project down there that the board had on their agenda. Um, the money uh, that was allocated in the last splash six round, uh, part of it was to go to uh, recreation identified projects, and the other was identified for for that gymnasium. Uh, retrofit. Also, one last note: you, you remember you went uh, spent money to uh, go ahead and shore up the roof uh, a mm -hmm. couple of years ago, so that we could get to a point of where you are now. So we had four uh, proposers. 
uh, in that in that game. They were four that were very very close. Um, the base bids range from $2.5 million to $2.9 million, which told us that, that the plans were pretty good there because uh, they were all uh, very close together. So we've been working on trying to uh, identify the funding uh, for it. Uh, first thing I take you to the top of the sheet that worked on this afternoon a little bit. The proposal amount uh, that's projected here with one additive to the base bid that was proposed, which would be to add the, the walking trail in. We did that as a, as a possible addendum or possible additive number one. Uh, brings that proposal amount to 2.576 as shown there. I did get with the architect on the project, uh, Buckley and Associates, to look at some potential cost-cutting factors that could be achieved, not, not necessarily in the envelope of the gym, but really on the outside and some extra paving we were going to try to do. Uh, and what we're recommending is to uh, take about $110,000 in VE items off of that job. It, it won't hurt your project outcome. Um, we'll just limit some paving we were actually going to do behind the recycling offices back there a little bit, but again, it really wasn't parking for the gym. So the contract amount proposed uh, for the high score and the low bidder, as a matter of fact, was uh, Pope Construction. When we look at contingency amounts for the project, we add those in, so I'm trying to capture your total project costs that you'll need to fund it, including FF and E remaining and testing. It has to go on uh, while the project's occurring, so your total project cost then becomes about 2.76. FF? What's that abbreviation, sir? Um, it includes furniture, fixtures, okay. and uh, remaining architectural fees, remaining testing has to be done by a third-party testing firm. Uh, mainly, mainly, that's what it is. That's good. Thank you, sir. What's the VE item, George? The VE item, engineering. value engineering. Oh, okay. Yes, sir, that, that we did on the project to try to bring the cost down a little bit and work with the contractor on that. So the revenue components uh, that were proposed uh, is use of uh, Recreation Splash 6 monies that were designated for the project originally at 1.169. Uh, there is some money in Splash 6, Ms. McLaughlin and I looked at, that was allocated to do drainage as you're wrapping up your uh, sales tax 6. Now uh, we forecast that money is there available. In fact, there's more than that. There's a little over $900,000 that will be collected in that drainage account that's un unobligated. Um, Splash 6 also had a lighting project at the interchange that wrapped up, so it's continued. We've continued to credit monies towards that uh, on the ledger. There'll be about $25,000 there uh, that's available for use. ARPA had a designation in it for the walking trail itself, so uh, we'd bring those ARPA funds over to use those as we add that trail in to get that done. Splash 2, an old splash that was out there, you can tell we've been digging. <laughs> Uh, actually, to try to close that out, it had $370,000 left in it. And then uh, we've had commitments, as you're aware, from uh, Districts 1, 4, and 7 uh, to take some of their road monies to use towards the project. So that would be the proposed revenue stream that I would give to you tonight uh, with a recommendation to use those revenue streams to award that contract to Pope Construction at their cost of 2.466607. And I'd be ready to answer any questions. Uh, questions for Mr. Black? Yeah, the the walking trail is going to be in the back where the old field was, the old garden. No, sir. Actually, yeah. it's over there. Uh, it actually connects in with some of the sidewalk. But if you remember, uh, it's laid out over there. It goes. 
towards a pool around the playground. It's in where that field is. Yeah. How much of the field? <clears throat> well, it goes around the field. Not not the field in the back now. Yeah. The side field. First come in to the left. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just wondering. What, the field in the back is still ours? It is. Yeah. 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 What, what are we going to do there? The, you know, the plan that y'all looked at was to do some sport play fields, mm -hmm. just general fields back there. In the back. All that kind of stuff. In the stuff. back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I've slept since then, so we're going <laughs> to use that. I mean, we're going to actually be able to use that? Future phase. You can in the, in the future if you mm -hmm. want to. Future phase. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're thinking right. Well, I'm just saying what uh, that we, you can't include that in this. Because oh, no. this no. is mainly oh, no. brick no. and mortar. No, mm -hmm. no. That'd be, that'd be a, a, another phase. It'd be another phase, yeah. depending on what you well, want. you got the money then, don't you? Okay. Got, got the yes, money to this. do what, you, what your gym project right. is with the parking and some parking in the back yeah. and the uh, parking over there for the gym. And the walking trail. And the walking trail. That's mm -hmm. true, yes, sir. And it is a, I, I know this too, it's not an asphalt walking trail. It is a six-foot concrete, concrete, nice walking trail. Mm -hmm. So. We don't have to worry about it tearing up as much and things like that. Mm -hmm. we got here. Would there be any drive across it? Shouldn't be a drive across okay. yet. No, okay. sir. Shouldn't. Yeah. All right. Chair, entertain a motion. Chair, I make a motion that we award the contract for the Sam Harris Gym to Pope Construction. Is there a second that motion? Second. Motion and second. We award the contract to Pope. We Worked with that company before, have Mr. Brown, I think, on several? Yes, sir. They hadn't been available recently because they've been busy. And so, but they do specialize in doing generation yeah. type work. Yeah, doing good work for us. All right. All in favor, show of hands, please. All right, motion passes. Let's go to work. Glad this coming to pass. Thank you. Woo! Yes, I think you'll be very proud of it. Mr. Chair, I, I'm, Mr. Chairman, uh, before we go any further on that, you threw with this one right here, right? I, I know that we had talked. And I know Commissioner Stevens and I had mentioned it. But that that place in the back, that field, whatever it was, mm -hmm. I know there was some discussion about it being low, that it may have to be part of it used as a water retention area at one time. But I mean, if what what I'd like to see is I don't know who we can get to. We need to be looking at that for soccer fields. That needs to be the next thing on the agenda. Now I I ain't talked to our new rec director, because he stays going all the time. You know, I, I look for him every day, and he's he's not around the office. He's out there on the job. Huh? He's on the job. He's on the job? On the job. I can vouch for that. But we we need to, to do that, and and that needs to have a fence around it. Okay. And the fence at Briar Bay, I, 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 could tell I looked you. at that, and that thing right there, they're making a racetrack down there in that, at, at that ball field at Briar Bay. Looked like they're going in there with four-wheelers or something mm -hmm. driving all around it. Mm -hmm. What's the recommendation? We have both the sides. No, they'll take them down. What's the? They take them down, so we have to either fence it in or enforce the county uh, have the police officer enforce the uh, Can't live there, though. Terrible. Well, what about Mr. Cameron? That's Mr. a good Brown. job for you to do. If you, I'll write the letter if you'll sign it. <laughs> you know, um, we're gonna get a policeman for the city of Riceboro in. But really, let's let's look at that. Definitely will. Field down there, because I know Mary will have that money when it's time to put it down there. And I'll help you with the, I'll help you with the football field. Like, I still got a big project that's ahead of me. 
I'm talking right. about a big one. I got the only the city of Flemington is, I'm gonna tell you something, it's busting at the seams. Mm -hmm. We will, um, we will ask, you know, we, we know how. Yeah, see how the directors still getting his feet wet, so we'll give him a little bit of time to have him come present to us. I know they were doing a survey of all the parks and facilities list coming. Brief us on, on um, future direction for, for that. I know we got some capital things to do. I heard about that. Sure do. Yeah. A couple of good notes before I leave, well, one before I leave the gym, is that in talking with the contractor too, I know there was some desire to try to put a wood floor in to do that, and he's mm -hmm. in hopes that inside this scope he may be able to do that. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. The other thing before we leave the wreck is that we did have some, some lighting issues down at uh, James Brown Park, mm -hmm. and those have been cured. So uh, Georgia Power working with uh, outdoor lighting at Georgia Power mm -hmm. has been able to, to come up, and we've got LEDs and um, and we're going to be meeting. In fact, he doesn't know this yet. Just got it before I came in here. But I'm going to be asking him to come to a meeting with me at Liberty Independent Troop to look at the, the lighting in there, the in, interior to those parks too, uh, which which should be good. So okay. We'll work together. All right. Okay. All right, Mr. Mr. Chair. I'm sorry. I, I know we got in the weeds a little bit, but uh, uh, just a quick question about the the, uh, the gym funding. And uh, this particular project, uh, what's the participation uh, with the contract with the NWBE? 13. It was 13, 13. and it was met. Great question. I meant to mention that. Thank you. But yes, sir. I'm sorry. I appreciate Ms. it. Mr. Lisa did. We, we always, she takes the separate envelopes and looks at those, so it was met. Yep. And you know, that's usually my question. So did we get any dollar. contribution from the city of Midway? This didn't no, include any contribution there. Their contribution, as I said, Commissioner, Walden is when we approve SPLOS and the, the cities approve our county list of capital improvements, and that's their buy-in. Okay. Okay. Thanks, sir. All right, sir. Uh, Potty Yes, sir. You, uh, this is uh, simply, and I, I prepared a memo there for you. I won't, we obviously won't go back through that study and do all that. I think just if, if I would ask you just, I think I put a copy with that, you know, the study included challenges on the back. So you had asked us to get together uh, as uh, supervisors and, and staff to try to take a look at, at recommendations for you. And so I'll offer one there. And simply because of the state of the union right now and, and, and the way things are, uh, we're having enough problems trying to staff what we currently do to try to double that staff and, and open up something new right now, does it? I mean, business-wise, is uh, we just don't think it's feasible. Yeah, that, well, that's understandable. Um, and, and that's with input from Mr. Wells and Mr. Schott and uh, everybody involved uh, that runs that operation down there. So um, my recommendation to you is that I, I do think that the time could be right to do that. Right now, the market is covered, and I don't mm -hmm. think we should, you know, we throw anything away, but right now, it would be very tough machinery, people, everything to try to, to get that up and running. We'll follow their recommendation. That's right. Thank you, sir. Thank you for looking at that for us. Announcements? The only thing is, uh, if we had five minutes, I didn't need to do an update in executive session on that land acquisition matter. Okay. All right. Mr. Um, Gross, we have, we have two minutes that I can give away. If you have two minutes worth of presentation, I'm putting you on the spot. But if not, just say hello from where, from where you are. Out of, the, out of the outlying parts, but we 
we want to get some cameras and some security just so we can see what's going on and catch the people who are destroying the property that the taxpayers pay for. Uh, down at Briar Bay Park, that is mainly a, the field outside of the baseball field. That's fence. It's basically being used as an ATV, UTV mm -hmm. event spot. Uh, they've come in there several times. We put signs up. We, uh, they have an ordinance, I, I do believe, that is fined up to $1,500 mm -hmm. for people out there on the park. We posted those signs in addition to the signs that we had up there. So we have to get the sheriff's department, the county police, the county sheriffs to, to enforce the law and write the tickets for citations. Because that's the only thing that's going to stop it unless you fence it all the way up. Mr. Chair, a couple years ago, I, uh, after a few uh, fatal accidents on ATVs and stuff. I know you and I uh, had a, a brief conversation ab ab about that, that issue and, and that concern in, in our county uh, and to see what we could do to kind of help that situation. Because I mean, they're gonna ride, especially, you know, uh, with us moving forward to, to paving every dirt road in Liberty County, I don't know where they will have an opportunity to, to ride. So we will probably need to work with, you know, with, with them or, you know, a private landowner or something so, you know, we could find somewhere where they could ride safely because if if that doesn't happen and that doesn't occur, uh, it's, it's going to be more, uh, I'm afraid that it, it could possibly be more accidents. I, I know a couple of weeks ago it was one in McIntosh County, the same thing. So uh, as a... <clears throat> Uh, avid rider or past avid rider, I understand the the, the itch to 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 ride. Uh, you know, uh, I retired, but I understand that they have the itch to ride. So, if if whatever we could do uh, to to make make them have a, a safe area to to do so, I'm all for it. So, if, if we can look into that, something because I mean they're not going to stop. I want to say something that along those lines, um, when I was on the board my first time, and Commissioner Thrift can probably speak to this, we had one of the big things was mud bogginess. That was one of the big, everybody wanted to do that. Now, of course, you couldn't do it out here on the county parts, but people were going everywhere mud bogging until one accident. Right. And the home, the the landowner was the one that that really paid the ultimate price on it. I mean, the, the individuals were hurt, but you know he he let that go, and it wasn't sanctioned. So, mm -hmm. um, and then there was also when they'd leave, they'd pull on the county road, and there was mud for two miles. You know, they didn't didn't have a place to wash them off. So, you know, whatever we do, let's make sure that we're you know, doing the right thing, and I know we'll try our best to, but, you know, riding down there when the lady's walking with her two children and somebody's coming by them at 80 miles an hour right. on one of them things, all it's got to do is have one tire go flat, and, mm -hmm. you know, you've lost three and possibly four people or whatever, so let's, uh, I would encourage, the, you know, let's put the signs up, and we can talk with our sheriff, and he's got the available personnel to put down there. Um, I don't think Riceboro's gotten a police officer. No, they don't. We do. They, and uh, that's actually in the 
in the county, ain't it? The right. Go ahead park the is, so we need to do something about it. Right. I'd like to see the citizens take a vested interest in, in public facilities. I, I do too. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, we left our bathrooms unlocked. Commissioner yeah. Giller and I went to it. I mean, we leave them unlocked at yeah. these parks. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you something. Uh, I didn't realize there were people living in that in the bathrooms down at, at um, Stafford Park. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, then they set them on fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Broke up the commodes. Mm -hmm. we, we have, we have a, a homeless issue in, in Liberty County and the city of Hinesville as well so yeah. I get it but uh, what, what whatever we we I guess we could get with the recreation department and I guess we just you discuss find it. out something you take it back to this board. absolutely yeah because even with the police police are reactive <laughs> mm -hmm. you know I mean they, they can only do so much and nine times out of ten it's because of, and a lot you know, of times they're not going to the police them. are there yeah. absolutely they run through the woods. Yeah, yeah, policing is just real. Chair, take a motion to go in the executive session. Move, Chair. Second. All in favor? Aye. Or land acquisition.
Session, the regular so, session? So move. Second. Second. You got it, Joe? <laughs> that was uh, Gillard and Stevens. All in favor, show of hands. All right. Nothing to report. Chair and chain a motion to adjourn. So move. Second. All in favor? Uh, we stand adjourned for the evening. Thank you. Adios. Good